Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I am Pam. Before we get to our main topic today, we've got a couple of things to cover. Some big things happening in the past week in the world of Kelly. First and foremost, we have a new Christmas single, Pam, Under the Mistletoe. Yeah, and that is with Brett Eldridge. He's a country singer, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, I I like the song. I only listened to it once, though, just to say I've listened to it, because I am that person that will not listen to Christmas music before, like, Thanksgiving. So <laughs> that's just me. Like, I do have no judgment for anyone who decides to listen to it all year round. That's yeah. totally cool. I just know me. I'm like, I am – I mean, we are, you know, like, by the time we're doing this, it's still October, and I'm still in the Halloween spirit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me just finish one holiday first, and we'll get to the next. But anyway, I really did like it. Um, I – even though I've only heard it once, I have the chorus constantly stuck in my head. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's fun. I will. I mean, I don't think it's my favorite Christmas song she's done. I'm still mm-hmm. probably a huge Underneath the Tree fan and probably always will be. But, yeah. you know, it's always nice. She didn't have to do this. And I think it was just in, like a nice little treat for us to get something completely new, completely out of the blue. Um. And yeah, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, it, it took me a few listens for the song because I have to admit that I did not love it uh, the first time I heard it. Um, it took a little bit to grow on me. I've I've listened to it uh, half a dozen times, and like you said, the chorus sticks with you right away. Um, even after just one listen, the chorus is permanently ingrained in my head. I agree that it's not her best Christmas song. It's a really nice companion song uh, to her other Christmas catalog. I'm totally with you. Uh, I am team underneath the tree uh, for life. Uh, I absolutely love that song. And I I said when that song first came out, I thought that we had the world's next All I Want for Christmas is You. Um, and I still think that it has the ability to get there someday. But, I mean, you're talking about one of the you know most loved Christmas songs of all time versus this upstart song from Kelly but uh look it's a nice song it's cute um the first couple times I listened to it I'm like why is this a duet I don't really understand why this needed to be a duet and then I kind of listened to it more and okay I get it I see why they decided to make it a duet it's a nice song uh again very memorable chorus which is all you can ask for I thought it could have been a little Christmassier if that makes any sense you know maybe a little more bells um just sort of the the maybe the, the the sleigh bell sound in the back or like actual bells, uh, something to kind of give it that that wall of sound sound that a lot of what Wrapped on Red has. Um, I think it would fit nicely into a Christmas show. Again, it's a cute song. It's it's just I'm trying to the long way of saying this is that I like it. I don't love it. Um, I thought that uh, it was a decent song. Um, I. Like if you were to put out, you know, everything unwrapped in red, then you've got Christmas Eve over here. You've got the early idol, you know, Christmas, uh, grown up Christmas list. Oh, holy night. Um, you know, it's sort of over here on its own little island. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't don't love it. Don't love it. Don't hate it. That's I kind of put I stick this and Christmas Eve together. Christmas Eve. This is going to sound so weird, guys, but like. It kind of makes me nervous. Do you ever have those songs that like just give you weird like anxiety or maybe it's just me? It makes um, you nervous? 
I don't, it's the, um, God, I think it's like the bridge. The da 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 I don't know. I, uh-huh. I, I can't sing or keep a tune. I just don't like Christmas Eve, that song. I just, I don't know. Something about it. I just really am just, oh, it's not see, bad. I, I would take, I would take Christmas Eve and replace it with about half a dozen of the songs on Wrapped in Red. Really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. See, guys, we all have different opinions, and that exactly. is okay. And we still love her the same. So yes. it's okay that I'm not a biggest fan of Christmas Eve. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's okay. I definitely will probably just be listening to the Wrapped in Red album a lot more, like I usually mm-hmm. do. But yeah. I'll throw I'll throw under the mistletoe in here and there. Sure. But, uh, just nice little way to break place. it up. Just so yeah. Um, but. Not my favorite, but yeah. thank you, Kelly, for giving us something to think about in the midst of all the crap that is 2020. Yes. Uh, also, speaking of things holiday, uh, over the last week, the Kelly Clarkson show had their Halloween episode. And we normally don't do any sort of recaps for the Kelly Clarkson show, but it seems like any more daytime talk shows really throw everything at the Halloween show. Um, I mean, Ryan and Kelly. Uh, on their t- daytime show, they've sort of set the gold standard for what a Halloween show is. Um, you know, Ellen does big things. Drew Barrymore this year with her new show did big things. Uh, you name it, every talk show, with the exception of probably Dr. Oz, uh, did something <laughs> with their Halloween show. And look, I think that Kelly is going to be one of those Halloween shows that are appointment TV and part of it is for the covers that she chooses. Of course, we know that the covers are always great. Uh, she did I Put a Spell on You last year for her first Halloween show, which was a fantastic cover. This year, she did a cover of the Bee Gees, Staying Alive, from the soundtrack to Saturday Night Fever. She kind of mixed it up a little bit, made it more of a spooky kind of Staying Alive, like, you know, You Could Be Dead, Staying Alive. And then, of course, she had the whole theme of the movie Death Becomes Her with Kelly dressed up as uh, Marilyn or Marilyn uh, Meryl Streep. First of all, she looked amazing. (laughs) And we, you know, we say this coming off of our fashion episode. She looked incredible. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, I'll admit I've I'm not the biggest movie buff. Mm -hmm. Um, So not only have I not seen that movie, I never heard of it. Sorry. Really? No, I'm bad. So you probably didn't understand the reference of what Jesse was doing. Oh, not in the slightest. No. Yeah, that that character I believe is supposed to have a literal hole in her chest. And so what they did was they put it looked like they used like a large iPhone. I think they should have used like an iPad, but they used a large iPhone on one side of her and then they had another one taped on the back of her. And essentially, the two phones were doing a FaceTime call. And so what it looked like, it was supposed to be the effect of being able to see through her chest to what was behind her. And they did – I mean, it's it's a it's a, a technique that people have used for a few years now that technology has gotten a little bit better. But that was the whole idea was that you were supposed to see right through her chest to what was whatever behind her. Interesting. Yeah, no, that, that went totally over my head. Yeah. Well, um, if you haven't seen the movie, I, that makes sense. No, I mean, you wouldn't I, get that reference. No, but I thought the whole thing was really like aesthetically pleasing. Um, the set, I will the, say, the set designers did oh, a fantastic job. I mean, they that always set do the best in, job there. It looked incredible. I will say I liked the "I Put a Spell on You" cover better. That's just saying that's probably one of my top five covers from the show in general. So that's why it's like such a high 
level for me. Yeah. But um, I love Bee Gees. I love Staying Alive. I thought it was a great song. It was a yeah. little like it was it was a little corny in the fact that like I when the, they had like the uh, background dancers on the screen, it was a little like Glee little for me. <laughs> a little it was a little Glee. Yeah. Thrill- <laughs> well, Glee covered Thriller. That's kind of where my brain went. Um. There but I go. thought it was it was cute. It was very like sticky, but I really liked it. Um, but of course, of course, my brain immediately went to I post this on our Instagram story um, yesterday morning. We're we're recording this bit um, on Halloween, actually. But um, I posted a video of the Office episode. I don't know if you've seen it, where they do <laughs> yeah, CPR and they do the, they're doing they do the same CPR. As soon as I watched this clip, I put my TV on and I was like, I'm watching that episode of The Office right now. It's funny enough with Andy Bernard singing Staying Alive, but then they cut over to Kelly and she's dancing. Yes. Which is the best part of that episode. It's so good. So I was like, thank you, Kelly, for getting my day started on a really high note. Um, Yeah, I thought it was, was, I thought it's fun. I love the song. Yeah, they. I really am looking forward to seeing how Kelly and her crew continue to make the Halloween episode uh, one that we look forward to every year. Uh, it's. I just thought they did a fantastic job, and I look forward to seeing what they come up with for next year. I, I, I actually kind of want them to do more like Meryl Streep-esque type things. Uh, just because I think I, I get a I get a kick out of it. So uh, maybe like next year they can do like a Devil Wears Prada kind of thing or. Something oh my like that. god! <laughs> and Jesse will play uh, and Hathaway's character. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that'd, oh, that'd be really be so funny. Great. All right, so that's our wrap up of the uh, holidays for Kelly, both uh, Christmas and Halloween, with the new Christmas single and the Halloween episode of the Kelly Clarkson Show. For today's episode, we are going to be talking about some of our favorite Kelly memorabilia that we each own. Yes, we are calling this episode Collecting Kelly. We know that a lot of fans are all about uh, gathering up any and all things that have Kelly's name or face or songs on it. And so we wanted to sort of tip our hats a little bit and show appreciation to those of you who like to collect all things Kelly Clarkson. Now, you would think that the two hosts of a podcast that focuses on Kelly Clarkson would probably have the biggest and the most unique collections of things and trinkets and items. Uh, It's probably not necessarily the case. There's definitely other people out there who have more stuff. Although, and you guys can't see this because you're not on the Zoom with Pam like I am, but shouts out to my co-host who is in her childhood bedroom right now. Yes. That still is adorned with Kelly Clarkson posters. Oh, multiple. I have behind me, I have All I Ever Wanted Kelly from the photo shoot. It's actually from the tour. And to my right, I have My Life with Stuff Without You, Kelly, that I got as a free poster from Kmart when I bought the album there. Fun fact. (laughs) Nice. And it's funny because, like, Jeremy's been wanting to do this episode for, like, probably a solid three weeks now. And I'm like, sure. I'm like, Jeremy, I'm at my apartment. I have like three Kelly things here. Like, this is not going to fly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what I own. So luckily, like I'm back in my childhood bedroom right now. And I was able to like last night kind of go through some stuff being like, oh, yes, I actually own X, Y, and Z. Who knew? 
Uh, well, e- even though I'm a grown male, I I too have my my Kelly poster. If I if I for Pam, if I lean my head over, I yes. do have the <laughs> the stronger era poster uh, behind me. I've got two of them actually. There's the one uh, that's the album cover, and then the the other one is the one in the purple dress where she's. I love that one. Looking lovingly off into the distance, a la Olan Mills portraits. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it, we we at least ha- have our walls with Kelly on them at some mm-hmm. point. Um, and then I've got my tour books. I, I kind of keep all my tour books from every tour that I go to that I, every time I go to a show, if they have a tour book, I'll buy it. And I've got all of those like off in a corner over there. And the Kelly ones are, are definitely posted prominently. Either way, this episode is all about the Kelly things that we all collect. And uh, Pam, if you don't mind, I thought I would start and go through some of the more unique items that I have. By um, all means. And again, this this might be another episode where we have to where we have to post the video on uh, on YouTube just because there's so much show and tell going on. But we'll post mm-hmm. pictures on uh, on social media as yeah. well uh, because. Why not? Because um, some of these things may not make any sense to some people. By the way, we uh, we asked the question a couple weeks ago on our social media about what are some Kelly uh, memorabilia, things that you collect. And I really thought that I had some very unique items until we started to hear from you guys. And then I started to realize, oh, what I have is really not all that unique uh, the one thing I thought that was the most unique was I have an Epiphone guitar. It's red. It's signed by Kelly. I thought that I was the bee's knees because I won this guitar from FYE in a contest during the the piece by piece era. I thought I was a you know complete unique desert flower with this guitar on my wall. And then one of our listeners posted the exact same guitar that she has. I thought, well, I am not as special as I thought. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> and then there our, our friend Allie, who is uh, down in Texas, she posted a picture of a guitar. And she's like, oh, yeah, and we had another one and we gave it to a friend. I think all of us had guitars from this era. And I'm like. And I'm like, I never got one. Like, I know. am I the outlier? I'm like, apparently guitars were just being handed out left and right. And I didn't even realize it. This is why I needed to pay more attention to like the KCMB and the the other like all Express, message boards. Yeah. Yes, I needed to pay more attention to everything because apparently I was missing out on some stuff. Uh, but I do have some things that I do hold near and dear to my heart. And I do know that some of them are are relatively unique. Uh, at least one of these I know possibly only one other person has it. And that is uh, because I, I won a contest actually through Kelly's website. This is back in the breakaway my December era. Remember when she had sort of that red, like that kind of maroonish red website? Yes. Uh, had the, 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 the font type from the breakaway album up top. And I think it was uh, when she, it was still Kelly Clarkson web.com. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And they did a contest that they were going to give away some unique items from an overseas tour and myself and my friend uh, down in Texas, Rachel was the other winner. And in fact, I still have a screenshot of the website from when they announced the winners. It was me and Rachel that won these things. And so I have a copy of a show day schedule 
from a show down in uh, Adelaide. It was on March Mandy 3rd. Moore. Mandy yeah. Moore's on there. Sean Kingston, which we did not even mention in our oh. openers. Sean Kingston was on this tour, but it's also signed by Kelly. Nice. Uh, and then it, they, they put it in this weird square frame, which I repurposed for something else. Uh, but they also included one of her little like five by seven My December photo shoot uh, pictures. It's the one of her where she's in a white dress and she's kneeling down in snow and leaves. And there's kind of a, a snowy background behind her. Uh, they sort of matted the two of them together uh, in a frame. And of course the, I mean, obviously the, the, the big bonus is that it's signed by Kelly. Uh, but this was a, a, a neat item. The, the framing was kind of cheap. I was actually like, wow, they didn't, they spared literally no expense on this. <laughs> they went to Michael's and bought like a, you know, I don't even know if frame. they went to Michael's. I think they went to just whatever they like. Dollar whatever tree. Store they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so that was kind of a fun item that I, I took it out of the frame and I have it separated, but uh, it's uh, it's just one of those things that I do like. It's one of the the many signed items that I have, and I know people who are big collectors have a lot of signed items, uh, and they do uh, like to to hold on to those. So that is one thing that I have that I really do like. Uh, the next thing I have is something I know a lot of people bought, and I see it on eBay every once in a while, but it's always the New York version. It always oh. seems to be the New Yorkers that want to sell these. <laughs> I'm uh, very but, excited for this. <laughs> but I but I have the Iowa version, and these are – I mean, they're still good. They can still be used, but you might remember uh, a company called Photo Stamps did a series of Kelly Clarkson postage stamps, and they put them out on a sheet, and they were basically like stickers. I mean, it's one of these – one of those places where you can – uh, order them online and they send you a sheet of stickers and they were legitimate postage. The postage is 42 cents. If that tells you how like old they are. Cause I think what is postage is like 50 it's, cents now. It is 55 cents. And I know that for mailing out everyone's stickers. That's right. <laughs> Good night. I did not even know it was 55 cents, man. Yep. This is how bad I like how long it's been since I mailed the letter. But uh, you know, the cool thing is, is that, you know, since I'm in Iowa, it's the Iowa limited edition. And I don't know, cause they did different editions for every state. So if you're a real collector, you'll try to get all 50 states. Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. I want to get the, uh, you know, Alaska version. Yes. (laughs) That'd be really cool. No, I Uh, do not have that. You you don't have the stamps? No, I'm not that cool. Go on to eBay because you can get the New York versions. They're pretty common, actually. It seems like New York is the version that I always see on sale on eBay. In fact, I know there's at least two of them as we speak, uh, or at least as of the taping of uh, this episode. Uh, so there's those. Um, and then we, Pam and I were talking off air before the show about how people all have, you know, the C, you, you, most people have all the CDs. They collect all the CDs. They collect the singles as well. Uh, I'm actually not 100% caught up on the singles. I think I'm missing a few from the thankful era. And that's just because I wasn't really trying to find them at that point. But now I am. And of course, now it's, you know, all these guys who live in their parents basements who want $200 for like a two song CD trying to, you know, buy that big apartment. But a couple of them that I'm really uh, particularly proud that I have one in particular is uh, this is the single of sober. Um, and apparently Pam, you said you've seen this on eBay for like 200 bucks. I literally, cause I also, I'm going to talk about the singles I have cause that's the main thing I collect and I don't have sober when on, I think it was eBay last night. It is going for $200, which Good I mean, night. I do not have, I have the kind of money if I want to spend it on a concert, not for a CD that I will never listen to. 
Yeah. Let's be honest here. Uh, th- this particular version, I I literally got it from my radio station. Um, this was after we were no longer going to play the song anymore. And they were just said, here, take it. And I said, okay. And uh, th- this version of the uh, single is it's called a DJ or a radio edit single. So it only has the radio edit version of the song. They don't have the version that's on the album because obviously radio wants short, tight and bright. Uh, versions of songs it also has what's known as the call out hook and this is this is a little outdated now because radio stations used to literally put hooks of songs into research Uh, they would either do it over the phone or they would do it in person with people and the call out hook was essentially a short piece of the hook of the song or the chorus and it was the most identifiable part of the song. And so they would play the hook for people and they would say, what is your opinion about this song? And then there would be the 10 seconds of the song and then the people would have to give their opinion about the song. And that's how radio stations test music to whether or not they should keep playing certain songs. Well, this CD includes the call out hook, which is a literal 10 second track on the CD. I have a few of the a few of the CDs that are like this. Um, another one of my that's singles awesome. that I'm... Yeah, another one of my singles that I'm particularly proud of is my copy of Already Gone, which is just the CD Maxi single. It's relatively easy to find. It includes the uh, album and the instrumental version. But mine is particularly unique because I had the opportunity to go to a lounge that my radio station was putting on with One Republic. And if you know, One Republic's lead singer is Ryan Tedder, who has a sordid history with Kelly. And he was the writer, the primary writer on Already Gone. And so I got Ryan Tedder to actually sign my copy of Already Gone, which you really should have seen his face when I handed him this and tried to explain to him <laughs> why I wanted him to sign this. <laughs> because I was like, oh, uh, I love- You screwed Kelly over. You gave her Beyonce song. Can you sign my CD? I know. And I was trying to like, because I, I was doing it for a joke. Like I want, this was a a joke that I simply wanted to have for the Kelly fandom, knowing full well the history of Ryan and Kelly and Beyonce with this song. But I was just like buttering him up. I'm like, I am such a fan of your songwriting. You are, you are one of my favorite songwriters out right now. And I just think this would be so great if you could sign one of my favorite songs that you wrote. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so he signed it. So I have a, I have a, very rare copy of a Ryan Tedder autographed uh, copy of Already Gone. I love it. <clears throat> uh, finally, uh, the last CD that I want to talk about that I have is uh, is interesting because it's another CD that only radio stations were given. And it's really not unique in that what is on it. It's more unique about what is not on it. And that is, if I were to just show it to everybody, it'd be like, oh, that's wrapped in red. That's very easy to, to see. I can tell that that's wrapped in red. But if you look a little bit closer, there is something written underneath the word red, and it says Holiday Album Sampler. Ooh. And this this looks like the regular wrapped in red CD. The cover art, uh, aside from the words, is the same. The back photo is the exact same, except that the album only has five songs on it. It was sent out to radio stations to sort of hype up the Christmas album. It only includes Underneath the Tree, Please Come Home for Christmas, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Blue Christmas, and Wrapped in Red. Hmm. Uh, so these are the only songs. It doesn't even include um, – I'm trying to think. What's the the other song on here? 
I guess I'm I'm blanking on what the other song would be that I that I Winter would want Dreams? to have on. Winter Dreams, I don't know. Well, yeah, Winter Dreams is not on here. Um, what was the other song that she actually released from this album? I know didn't it wrapped she, in red. Didn't she technically do Silent Night as a release with yeah, Reba and Trisha? Te- kind of. Yeah, they put there was a video for it, so yeah, yeah technically. But yeah, so this only has five tracks on it. This pops up on eBay every once in a while. I just I took this from my radio station, so it didn't cost me the exorbitant amount of money that people want for it but it shows up on ebay every once in a great while so keep your eye out for it if you're if you're into that kind of collecting of the cds and such um some other things that i have that i've, I've hung on to over the years there was the eight by ten uh picture of kelly that you could purchase at the independent tour uh, there was one of these for clay aiken and there's one of these for her uh, just like how there were two different tour books for that tour there was a clay aiken version and a kelly version uh I actually have both, but um, but this photo was an additional thing that you had to purchase at the merch, and it's got a, uh, a photocopied signature on there. So it's just one of those things that I've held on to over the years. Uh, a couple more things, and then I'll hand it off to Pam. Uh, I think we all collect the magazines yeah. when they come out, uh, anytime she was ever on the cover. And I think one of the reasons why I miss Blender magazines so much is because they loved putting her on the cover. Uh, I think she was on the cover at least four times, including the very last ever episode or episode uh, issue of blender, which I actually have framed on a wall. Uh, I don't uh, have that one Wait, out. Can you show me the ones? I know the first one you have, that was, this was 2007. This was, I forgot uh, about that one because she also did the 2005, like, Prom one. I forgot about the 2007 one. Which and I'm then, assuming, whoops, not this. That's, that's Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly. Weekly. Yep, <laughs> that's another one. That was, my, yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, yep, there's the, the Woman of the one. Year. Yeah. This, I mean, this is probably, this is probably the holy grail, most famous photo shoot magazine cover. Like, I don't think there's any that people loved more than this blender. Like, if you're a Kelly fan, <laughs> you got to have this copy because. Yeah. Um, it was just a, a phenomenal photo shoot, just a, a gorgeous photo shoot. We talked about it uh, last week in our episode about fashion. Uh, yeah, it was from January, February of 2006. So this is pre my December. This is when, you know, she's basically at the peak of the breakaway era uh, and is pretty much ruling the world. Um, and then there was the um, for some reason I have a an issue with Borat on it. Maybe there's that's appropriate. Cause Borat two just came oh, out. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. Duh. She's on the, it, it was a, it was a backwards issue. Oh, so there's, there's, there's like, like two what? covers. Yeah. It was like, it was like the two, I was like, why do oh, I have yeah, the, yeah. why do I have the 2006 noisemaker awards? This makes no sense. And then I flipped it over and I realized it's the 2007 rock and roll users guide. And she is like towering over all of these other artists like Avril Lavigne. This is, I mean, this is a snapshot in time from 2006. Yeah. Uh, Avril Lavigne, Courtney Love. Uh, I think that's Joss Stone. Ah, oh, uh, Joss that Stone's lo- good. That looks like Pete Wentz, um, Chester Bennington, Adam Levine. Nice. That's Lily Allen. Uh, so yeah, so this is like a, one of those big episodes where, where apparently Kelly was considered rock and roll. So hey, you know what? I wish she were. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so this this blender with uh, with Kelly is August of 2007. This is the My yes. December era uh, with the sort of short looking douche. She's got the giant cross necklace and it's uh, evil suits, cheating boyfriends, fickle tweens. Kelly Clarkson fights for her life. And uh, we should also mention Pete Wentz with uh, a an, an hair iron saying that he's half gay. 
Oh god, the top. That is that <laughs> so, would not that would not fly now. And then, and I don't know why I have the. I mean, I've got the Entertainment Weekly. Uh, I think that's also around the my December era. Yep. It was. Her, I think I have it because according to this little sticker area, it's her most revealing interview ever. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, and then. <laughs> And I think I have this copy of Elle because it was just a really beautiful picture of her. Yeah, really... but they I think some of the photos in that photo shoot, I don't know if it was that one, but I think we may have mentioned in a previous episode they photoshopped the crap out of her. Oh, I, I mean, you can see it. You can see it in her yeah. face. I mean, she looks – I mean, she literally looks dead in her eyes uh, in this Elle magazine. And I have yeah. – I mean, I haven't even opened is, it. Is that years. the Mohawk one that I was talking about? It could have been. I'll have to uh, – you'll, you'll have to vamp a little bit here while I flip through yeah. the – 30 pages of ads to get to the uh i know to um the table I, of contents i feel here. like i i don't remember i know it might have been the one where she did the mohawk and like the mohawk and the blazer um uh that's a great that's yeah there's a great composite photo of uh the three different sides of her face uh kelly screaming as as she is one as she do. does yes a lot of a lot of, lot of close-up pictures I was never one of those people that like cut out pictures or tore pictures out of magazines and put them on my wall just because I felt like that was a little weird. It is, in fact, the Mohawk. That's the Mohawk. Yep, I love it's the Mohawk that. shoot. Yes. Um, yeah, I was never that guy that, that tore out the photos to put on my wall, but oh, yeah, wow, these are really photoshopped. It's like I mean, kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit much. Like, hey, we're just going to shed 40 pounds off of her. Like, did you really need to do that? I don't think so. No. Yeah. She should just be shown as, really. as she is. That's how everyone uh, the, should be shown. The last piece of memorabilia that I have is what I think might be my most unique. Ooh. And I am tortured relentlessly by my friends for having this. But it's something that's interesting. And I and I had a friend who was a PA for a bunch of different TV uh, companies and production companies out in L.A., uh, in the early 2000s, and one of the shows that he worked on was the first season of American Idol. And so he used to collect things from the various shows that he used to do work on, and you know he would save mementos from things. And he knew that I was a big Kelly fan, and so uh, a few years after Kelly won Idol, he said, hey, I've got something that I'm sending to you. You're welcome. I said, okay, that's that's weird. Uh, and one day, uh, a padded envelope showed up in my house, and inside was the finale production schedule. Oh my god! This is this is the schedule that's given out to the cast and given out to the crew, and it basically is the is the production schedule for the entire week of the finale of American Idol season one. So it says, you know, Tuesday, September third, two thousand two, at nine a.m. They're going to work on lighting refocused and. Uh, thrust reconfiguration these are all happening at the kodak theater and i mean it literally tells you like here's when they meal break and oh my god that's amazing we're, we're gonna work with uh you know ryan and apparently uh brian dunkelman was known as dunk oh on god the, uh, <laughs> on the sheet so it says ryan and dunk read through script uh prompter input script changes uh, i'm trying to find the sort of the first Kelly mentioned. Mention, yeah, the first mentions of Kelly. I mean, they they tell like who's supposed to be on stage during these things. And so there was a dress run through on Tuesday at 3 p.m. And on stage were to be Justin Guarini, Kelly Clarkson, Will Young, judges stand-ins, because the judges don't have to be there, and then Ryan and Brian. Uh, so yeah, it was an interesting little uh, just memento from the finale of American Idol. But 
Also in the envelope was a small Ziploc sandwich bag. And inside that sandwich bag, I thought was just a bunch of trash, but apparently it is a baggie of confetti oh that was God. that That's... was from the finale of Idol. As you know, when Kelly won, they rained down confetti and sparks on her. And so this is a small bag of the confetti that fell on the finale of American Idol season one. That it's got you have little... a great friend. I will just say that. <laughs> it's <laughs> that got is little a great uh, friend. little, you know, it's your it's your run of the mill confetti, little like, you know, tissue paper, white squares. It's all red, white, and blue. Uh there's blue stars, red stars here. Lucky charms. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that that is probably the most unique thing in my collection. I don't know how many other people uh, have confetti from the finale, but for some strange reason, after all these years, I have hung on to it uh, like it's going to be worth money someday or something. Uh, I literally could have picked this up from any like <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> but, party, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's amazing. This, I, I I do have it on authority that it is from. The finale of American Idol season one. So there you go. That's uh, that's some of the uh, Kelly collectibles that I have amassed over the years. Pam, please, please top it. <laughs> I can definitely cannot top that um, by any means. <laughs> um, of course, as I'm like, as you're talking, I'm like thinking, oh, I have this. And I'm like, I don't know where the hell it is. Um, I did not pull everything out. So as do many most fans, like I saved magazines from the beginning. You know, I didn't become a fan until 2004, but thank goodness for the internet. I was able to catch up and buy a lot of stuff afterwards. Um, a friend of mine, her name's Carol. She also a couple of years ago sent me, she's still a fan, but she like didn't really want all of her stuff anymore. She's like, do you want some old magazines? And I'm like, I'm some of them I had already, but I'm like, sure, why not? So she sent me magazines and a huge binder. It's like somewhere in the depths of my closet here of just clippings and clippings and clippings from like the, all the early magazines. So that's one cool thing I have. Um, oh, like Jeremy, my biggest thing that I collect is uh, like the singles or whatever. Um, so I have most of them from the beginning. So I have the three from Thankful. I got Miss Independent. Um, you know, it has respect. It has the Miss Independent enhanced video. Interesting. Um, um, I got low. <laughs> it has some remixes. I won't go through every single thing, but I figured I'll just do it very quickly because I do not have nearly as much as Jeremy does. And I got The Trouble with Love Is uh, from the original motion picture soundtrack, Love Actually. Um, a lot. Yeah, just a lot of remixes and stuff like that. Um, obviously, most of us have the America, the Before Your Love Idol. Oh, of course. That's nothing special. I don't know where it is, but I know I also have the um, Oh Holy Night single that has a big snowflake on it. Um, my roommate in college, I didn't know it existed. And then when I was in college, this was probably about a decade ago, my roommate, who is not a fan, like took a picture of it once. She's like, oh, yeah, look at this cool thing I have. I'm like, what is that? And then she just gave it to me. She's like, I have no interest. Now. I, I know you already went through your seat. Which can you show me again which version yes. of the trouble with love is you have? Sure. Oh, I want to preface that a lot of mine might not be U.S. because basically, yeah. <laughs> fun fact, I spent most of my high school graduation money, as one does, on Amazon. This was like a decade or so ago, and I bought Kelly Clarkson singles because I was responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Did I save it for college? No. 
I thought you were going to say, you know, after high school, I spent the summer in Europe and I was going to lots of <laughs> no. lots of shishi record stores. I was unemployed and went on Amazon and spent a lot of money on these CDs. So this is the version I have. Okay. Because I've got, I have two versions. Apparently oh. I, so I, there's one with the, with the, the they're both the, the, the super skinny maxi singles yeah. with the sort of unbuttoned white uh, jacket. And then yeah, I've got the one where she's laying down, and this might and this is the one that's it's oh. big about it's big about promoting that it's from Love Actually. But that has low on there as well. Yeah, it has low uh, trouble with love. Low one? Huh. And then it has respect, and then the video for low. Nice. Oh, this is actually supposed. This is actually low slash. The that's trouble what I'm with saying. It's is. both of them. Yeah, because I have I have the low thing. Apparently, I do have all of the uh, the regular. Yeah, you said you didn't have thankful. them. I apparently I do. I was apparently mistaken. And which what was your Miss Independent that you had? My is, Miss is Independent. Is that a uh, was that a cardboard sleeve one or was that no? A, like all mine actual... are basically, my, but most of mine are jewel cases. Okay, is that a, a maxi or is that a? I must yes. I must have a different version because I've got the thick version. Oh yeah, mine has. Miss Independent, Respect, and Natural Woman, and then the Enhanced Video. Oh, you know why? I have the radio version. This is the one that this is the version they sent to radio. It literally does not even have the name of the song on it anywhere. Like the name of the song is not on the front. It just says Kelly Clarkson with the photo from Thankful. Oh, weird. And then on on the back, it just says, Look for Kelly's debut album, April 15th. Does not say the name of the song anywhere until. You get inside to the disc, and that's where it actually says the name of the song. But then it has, again, the the uh, 10 second call out hook. Weird. That's awesome. It's okay, really, see, like, more, it's cool. Like, having all Maybe that's a little more rare. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that is a little more rare. Uh, quickly moving to Breakaway. We got Breakaway. Yes. Right that, I think maybe it's Breakaway that I have trouble collecting everything because there were so many different versions of the singles. Yeah. Like this one I have right here, this is for since you've been gone. This is specifically it says Australia. So apparently I have an I have an Australian version as my since you've been gone version. So that's the thing. There are so many. And like there, one there day, are. Yeah. I want to sit down and go through them. Um, I got hazel eyes. Yeah, here. there are several versions of the since you've been gone single. And I'm missing because of you. I have to get that one. I have walk away right here. Yeah. Um, this one is definitely a European one. Um. My December, the only one I have is Never Again, which uh, this girl, Jess, she's a fan. I don't know, Jess, if you're listening. Hey, Jess. Um, She bought this at at Walmart. I don't even know if you remember this, Jess, but you bought this at Walmart. You bought bought every single copy, and you sent it to me. This actually does have silver on here, but that's kind of cool. And it has the Never Again remix. Um, All I Ever Wanted, I got My Life Would Suck Without You, and I got I Do Not Hook Up. Um, already gone. I own. I actually bought that recently, so I don't have it on me right now. That's at my apartment. Um, Mister Know It All. Oh, maybe maybe this is the one she got for me at Walmart. This is the one she got me was Mister Know It All. So I got this. I do remember that one being I got in stores. This was the one then, and then I don't know where I got Never Again then, and then then this is stronger. Yep. And then the last one I have is Heartbeat Song, and nice. that's really it because like. There are, I'm missing a lot, but if you go online, a lot of them are very expensive. Um, as we yeah. said, sober goes for like 200 bucks. It's like, 
can't really afford that right now. Um, you know, yeah. and then as far as the actual <laughs> CDs go, I'm the person that has, I will buy the regular version and the deluxe, even if the covers are exactly the same. I need to have every version of it. Yep. The one thing that yep. I don't know if this is necessarily unique, I just think it's weird, um, is the Greatest Hits CD. Um, yes. So do you have all three versions? Now, I did not know that there were three. That, there were three. That's, that actually is news to me. I okay, have the two. most people know the original cover, the blue one. Right, yep. Okay. They probably also know the maroonish brown version that is a yes. dual, it has music videos on here as well, which I found, I don't know where I got this, got online somewhere. And yeah. a couple years ago, I was at Barnes & Noble, and I stumbled upon kind of a pretty ugly one, but I bought it because I'm like, I need it. Hot pink and blue. Really hot, hot pink, pink and, blue. and blue, and it's the same. Greatest it's hits. it's the exact same track listing. It's just like the seventeen greatest hits tracks, and I don't know why this exists, but I saw it at Barnes and Noble, and I had to buy it. So I wonder if it's just a cover variant, or if maybe I think it is. Like, there's like it doesn't seem like there's anything different. Maybe I'm they looking. didn't have like the original artwork, and they tried to recreate it or something. I don't know because they look That's exactly the same. It's just one's blue and one's pink, and I don't really understand why i hate the pink one but whatever it's fine but you know what but it's like i hate it so much but i must have it exactly exactly <laughs> um hey it's jeremy with a post recording update i bought it and you know i so i have pretty much i have all this you know i have the wrapped in red cd i have the deluxe thing from walmart that has the dvd on it of her christmas special um yeah the vinyl i don't have any on me of course because i basically live in two places so i don't have it on me at the moment um i got the meaning of life vinyl in black and the one in gold i have the wrapped in red vinyl in red and green um got the breakaway vinyl piece by piece vinyl i did not go so far as to buy all the various colors of i'm vinyl. weird i'm weird i'm weird that, that's my thing that i collect <laughs> yeah nothing wrong with buying all no. the different colors i was just like ah you know i don't really need all the various different colors yeah. just because they're going to be put away and you don't see them and but i mean props to you for for having all of those thanks I'm, i got I'm the well i know one the, thing that you have is the love so soft hallmark vinyl yes yeah the little, the little seven inch i also paid on ebay for those dj mixes of like Walk i have away. one too i have walk away i have since you've been gone and i think there's one other one from is there a i think there's breakaways on one of them but it may be like the b side or the a side or something but yeah i have several of like the big 12 inch vinyl oh you have the 12 singles. inch oh yeah, these wow are, these are 12 inch they're i mean there's there's no covers to them there's just they're just the literally sleeve. the the sleeve with the hole in the middle and the yellow label i mean they're they're all over ebay they're on there yeah, all the time you can get them from pretty um, cheap the one that yeah. i the one on or unofficial i guess you can say vinyl i have is the, the radio promo it's a seven inch vinyl so it's the small one um and on one side it has hazel eyes and on the other side it has beautiful disaster live that's the one i of have. course it does yeah of course it does yeah. So anyway, so that's it with the music. I figured that's and you know I have sm I am very fortunate that I got Smokestack when I did because yeah. now it's like you have to sell like a kidney to get one. Um, don't um, don't mind me. I'm just over. I'm over here on Barnes and Noble looking up Kelly Clarkson. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Great get sense. me all. If I the ever pink. see another copy, I will buy it and send it to you. But this oh, was also like a few years ago. But anyway, uh, yeah. just 
expediting things along. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of us probably, if you've gone to some concerts, you have like the laminates. So one cool laminate yeah. that I have, um, she did the Today Show back in 2017 when uh, Love So Soft just came out. So I went to that mm-hmm. and everyone there gets a laminate. I'm not unique in that situation. Oh, However, that's cool. So it's cool. You get a laminate. I have one from a few of them that I've gone to at the Today Show. They usually make like a unique poster for every artist who plays. So I have this one and I have, from, have one from 2018. That's just another piece of artwork that has Kelly's name and the date. So I have posters also from, cool. both, from both of those shows, from both of the Today Show things. But the cool part about this one in particular nice. is – you know, I posted that I was at the Today Show on my Twitter, and the like Citibank, who um, is the sponsor for the Today Show uh, concerts, found my tweet, DM'd me, and they mailed me this poster, which I don't have in this room. It's in my apartment. It's a huge poster that Kelly uh-huh. signed, which oh, I was cool. like, "Thank you so much." I had didn't even know this was like a thing, and that was a really That's cool awesome. thing that I don't know if anyone else owns. Um, Two other things I want to show, and then we are going to speak with a special guest today. Um, number one is when, um, back in 2017, I went to go to a Media Life promo event in New York, where I was at the YouTube studios in New York. She was uh, talking with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's up on YouTube. You will see me. I asked Kelly a question, which was not my question. They gave me a pre-written question. My mic was off for half of it. So that's also fun. But that's on YouTube. You can find that. Um, And it's cool. They gave out these little little notes here. And it came hand-signed. Now I'm going to read it to you guys. They gave it to everyone who attended. It says, there are some days where you wake up and get caught in the heat of the moment and just need to play hooky. Where you just want to slow dance the day away when the love is so soft that it moves you. Don't be cruel. Please excuse this whole lot of woman for playing hooky with me today. And then at the very bottom it says, don't you pretend that you aren't jealous that you don't know the true meaning of life is playing hooky. And it has Kelly's signature on the bottom. And they gave this to everyone because it was like the event was at like 2 p.m. So I had to, t- I had to take work off. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really funny. So I have that. That's cool. My last That's thing cool. is I'm going to show it on our Zoom. If we ever end up putting this out anywhere, I'm going to have to cover this up because something that everyone should know, um, when you work at production at a concert, I do a lot of production work during normal times. Um, I actually, you know, I work VIP for some concerts on the side. Anyway, so a lot of times you'll like, you'll get like a, like a laminate and uh-huh. that's like your working pass but you're really never supposed to post the post those online because it's kind of a um people can easily kind of if they're really creative and desperate they can use your picture that you post online and kind of make their own pass and they can i've heard of people using those and getting backstage my point yeah. being is i have a pass here it's a kelly official pass from the meeting of life tour so it's an official one long story short um I back a couple months ago, back in May, I was just like on like, I think I was on eBay. And sometimes but if I'm really bored, I'll just like type in Kelly's name and just see what comes up <laughs> as we all do. We've all, I think we've all done it. We've all done that. Um, and this really cool thing popped up and it was a, it was a t-shirt and it was a white t-shirt. Um, and the shirt itself is nothing that special. It just has in the corner in gold lettering. It has like the, the meaning of life, like circle logo in gold. 
but it says yeah. meaningless, and then in the middle it says local crew. So basically, right. yes. a local yes. a local crew member was selling his shirt. I guess he didn't wear it. Um, yeah, that happens a lot because I yeah. I think I had one from the breakaway era. Yeah, so that's not super unique. What he did, I saw. I bought it. It wasn't that much. I bought it. He threw in the tour pass with it and he basically i've seen people do this as well they don't actually wear their own passes they'll just put it in their back pocket and if someone questions them they'll take it out um it's a way for them to sell it so this came with the shirt and it's has kelly with the penguin which i know is a big thing that they used on meaning a life tour if you ever saw any tour like uh, any of the band passes sometimes you know the band would post some stuff and you would see it in the background kelly um was dressed up as as a, as a penguin so this is a working pass so that the crew on her tour gets and the cool part was it was from the boston show which i was at so oh, it cool. has a little bit of an extra meaning because i was at the show so i don't know how many other fans have uh penguin kelly working pass but i got that that's so that's cool. my one cool thing um yeah, I don't know if I have much else that's like super unique. I feel like a lot of people just have the science stuff and all that fun jazz. But um, yeah, my my biggest thing is I want to work up more of my uh, single collection because it's something I've been sure. trying to work on. Just maybe one day going by country by country, but that's a lot. My goal at the moment just to get one of each song. I don't care where yeah. in the world it's from, but <laughs> one day. Uh, bef- before we bring in our guest, I do want to mention that uh, during the research for this episode – I was on eBay looking for some Kelly memorabilia that people might be interested in. And I don't know if you remember, it was many years ago, maybe even been more than 10 years ago, Kelly did a painting on a guitar. Uh, she painted a butterfly on this big flying V guitar. It was, it's kind of like pinkish purple. Uh, the Vaguely. I believe the, the, the butterfly is like a turquoise color. Uh, and it was, it was done for charity. And that very guitar is currently on eBay right now. Uh, I believe it's four grand that they want. Now, this was at the time of our taping of the episode. So it either may have been purchased or the auction may have ended and it's down. So if you're listening to this weeks later, you can feel free to go look for it. But uh, I did see that was back up there. And I had forgotten about that How guitar. How much was I it? Remember. How much is it right now? Right now it's four grand, <laughs> but at the time, at the time, I think it was an auction item that you could bid on. It was for some, uh, it was, I don't remember the charity exactly, but it, uh, it was up there on eBay as well. That's awesome. You never know what you're going to find. Even on Poshmark, that website, um, around the same time I bought that Meaning of Life cruise shirt, I went on Poshmark and I almost bought this, but I didn't cause I felt it was a little weird. Um, someone who I guess was part of like, I don't know if it was Kelly's security team or what, or maybe like they were security at one of the shows and they got a jacket, but it had like meaning of life tour security on it. And it was kind of oh, cool, wow. but I felt a little weird because I'm like, security is a pretty strict thing. So I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> and someone bought it within like a few days after I found it. So it's gone. Um, yeah. but my point being is you never know what you're going to find on these websites. It's kind of cool. We are very excited to have another Kelly fan on with us this week. And this week, of course, we're talking about collecting Kelly. And what better person to have on for collecting Kelly than somebody who has a very unique story about some items that she has in her collection. We want to say hi to Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Welcome. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Rebecca, where are you uh, from? 
Um, I'm originally from an hour south of Chicago, but um, I've been living in Indianapolis for three years. Fantastic. All right. So you've heard sort of Pam and I going through our various Kelly collections Um, before you sort of unveil what your big collectible is, so to speak. uh, Why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things that you've collected over the years? Well, first of all, listening to you guys talk about your collection, I need to step my game up. (laughs) No, you don't. You're good. (laughs) I, well, when I first became a Kelly Clarkson fan, I was seven years old. Um, So my collecting game was not as on point, but I have been to every tour. Jeremy, you mentioned the the independent tour booklet. I have mine. Um, Seven-year-old Rebecca wrote all over it, like, Kelly's number one fan. Um, And it's, it's all ripped up. Also, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so bad. Um, so I do have all those tour books in a stack in my closet. Um, I just found my independent tour t-shirt. <laughs> obviously, nice. obviously, as a 25 year old, I am not a size small anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. I know. And I also did that thing where like you cut, you cut up the ends and then you put beads on them. Oh, oh my god wow. i mean honestly we've all i mean i've been there not with a kelly shirt but i have totally been there before i know and like, then, this is so cool and you're like looking back not really you ruined a good shirt and then i remember <laughs> i wore that specific um concert t-shirt to my first day of fifth grade and i don't know if anyone remembers the specific t-shirt that i have but she's like kind of in leather and and one time a teacher walked by me and she like gave me a dirty look and she was like, who's on your t-shirt? Like it's Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> she's like America's yeah. sweetheart. She's just, yeah. she's just doing a photo shoot. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's like my, my current collection, but I have a few like fun things. Yes. We would love to hear you have a story. Well, first, actually, before we even get to that, you send us a photo, which if you're cool with, we're going to post on socials, like when we promote this episode. And I feel like it needs to be submitted into one of those um, 2000s, like Instagram accounts where they're like, um, here I am back in 2003. And then, you know, it's like a, like a then and now, but like you, your bedroom was insane. Can you talk about that? (laughs) Yeah. So like I said, um, I, I'm an OG from 2002, who was born in 95. So um, when I was seven, I was super impressionable. Like Kelly was my everything. Like I, she's the woman that taught me to be the confident, independent, strong woman I am today. So that being said, I wanted to walk like her. I wanted to talk like her. <laughs> I, I wanted to be her. So um, when starting at age seven, I did all four walls, ceiling to floor, Kelly Clarkson. And um, I would get like the huge tour posters from every tour and I would line those up perfectly. But then I would clip my magazines up. Um, Jeremy, I kind of wish that I was like you and didn't clip those up. Um because now I would have liked them um, in like full form. Um, And literally I had pictures that were like an inch big. I don't know what was, 
Oh my god. I don't know what was up with me, but I remember my mom would get so mad because I would use all the colored ink in our printer. (laughs) She'd be like, (laughs) we have to buy more cartridges. Um, So yeah, every, I, and then um, remember when she did like the vitamin water sponsorship thing? I even had vitamin water um, labels on my wall. I definitely have mine that's, that's saved amazing. in a folder somewhere, like the pink with the pink and the white. Yeah. So many people, I never had one of these, but I have so many friends who had like the giant life-size cardboard cutout of the vitamin water. Like I know many friends who still have them. One of my friends who lives about two hours to me, she's like, do you want it? I'm like, how, I, I live in New York City. How am I going to get this? Do I have to bring Kelly on the subway? Does she have to pay for her, I was own, gonna say, her if, own ride? If you do this, if you do this, I want you to document it or have someone follow you. I will pay for everyone's subway ride if you document taking Kelly from the suburbs into the city. I know. I need to do that. I know. I mean, I'm also like, what am I going to do with this? Like, you know, it's one thing. Back in 2006, but I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing with a cardboard cutout of Kelly in a New York City apartment where I don't really have much room? But um, sorry, I just went on a tangent. But yes, vitamin water. That was a <laughs> just a big prominent thing that is, I feel like it's just it's a big part of Kelly that will always be there, even though she probably never thinks about it. If I if I could just divert real quickly, since we're on the vitamin water conversation, um, with my sort of Midwestern group of friends, when we went to shows, we went through a period where we would always have matching shirts whenever we went to shows. We did like commemorative tour shirts that we designed, and, and I'm, being, I'm being modest here, that I designed. And the My December uh, Auditorium uh, Theater Tour, I designed a vitamin water colored shirt. So we all wore these bright pink shirts that had Kelly's uh, signature across the front and on the back I redesigned the that black and white vitamin water uh, label and we all wore the shirts to the show and of course at that tour there were representatives or street team people from vitamin water who were in like the lobby and they were handing out like those tiny sample bottles. I would not be the least bit surprised if people still have them although by the way after about a year that pink vitamin water turned brown. Yes, that was like a turn around because I was guilty of that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, not, I, I, not designed, I designed these shirts and the vitamin water people like pulled a couple of us aside and they're like, can we take a picture of those shirts? And at first I was like, yeah, how flattering. And then like all throughout the show, I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I'll, I was like, were I'll they happy to... or were they, were they annoyed? I'll have to I'll I'll have to step away from the microphone here in a little bit and I'll go grab one because I still have it. Um, I'll have to show it to you. But yeah, that's my that's my vitamin water Kelly story. That's awesome. For, uh, so right. how how long were those on your walls? Like, did you like just recently take that down? Well, um, I graduated from college in 2017, um, and I still lived with my parents. I would come home on breaks and literally. All four walls were still Kelly. And then (laughs) I graduated college. Um, I got a job in Indianapolis. And then the sad realization hit me. I need to take down all my Kelly Clarkson photos. And I thought to myself, like, I'm not going to get emotional. What? (laughs) I was wrong. I was taking down every photo. And 
every photo was like a memory of my childhood. Um, and I also found out that little Rebecca, not only would I put up posters everywhere, but there were layers. Like if I oh, found no. a if I found a better poster, I would just stick it on top of another poster. <laughs> and the problem is you can't save that because it's taped. Like the problem with me is like when I now I'm a lot better and now like I'm an adult and I frame things. But when I was in high school and like I mean, I have a my life would suck without you poster right next to me and the corners, it's they're ripped. Like ever, like even the poster behind me is like a nice tour poster. It is just not in good shape because I did not take care of anything. So eventually, these are just gonna have to get thrown out. It's so sad though. So I feel you on that. I did try to keep like the the big tour posters. Um, I'm in an apartment um, by myself, and I always told myself when I get my own place as an adult. I'm going to make it look mature. We're not going to have any posters. We're going to be an adult. I have the My December tour poster in my kitchen. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, I feel like I was kind of in the same boat. Most of my poster or all my posters that are up at my apartment right now, I have plenty of Kelly ones. Just none of them have her face on them. They're like the hatch prints from uh, Miracle on Broadway or the Today Show ones I was mentioning. But like... We're never going to get out of this phase. It's not a phase, guys. <laughs> I'm sure her face will pop up on my wall sometime soon. Maybe this next album. Who knows? So you also have a funny story um, that involves Kelly, and it involves um, some funny merchandise, I guess you can say. Can you tell everyone about that? Yes. Yes, indeed. So... Um, I know you guys were talking a lot about like things you've collected, but um, this is actually something that a few of my friends and I made. Um, So my friend, Mickey Garcia, we met in line at um, one of Kelly's Microsoft store openings. And um, that involves sleeping outside for 13 hours. So uh, we became best friends really fast. Um, and she's just like my, my go-to Kelly friend. We go to all the tours together. Um, she texted me one day and said, Hey, you know, the company Fathead, like where you can get a cardboard cut out of someone's face. Like they're having a big sale right now. Wouldn't it be funny if we did something like Kelly related? And I thought, Oh, Oh yeah, for sure. Um, they, it was like a buy one, get one sale. So I said, Oh, like, I'll pay for half of it and you get one and I get one. So we thought, and this was the, the piece by piece tour era. Um, so we thought like, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? Um, we wanted to get Brandon for sure. And then we thought like, wouldn't it be cool if we got Reba, but we thought there would be some like copyright thing since she's like a, a big celeb. Um, yes. and, but then we got so we got Brandon and then we got River, which you think would be creepy because it's her child. Um, <laughs> but but we knew that Kelly Kelly's like a fun girl. Like she's so genuine, she's hilarious. Like she'd be maybe into it. So they came in the mail. We have Brandon's face really big. We have River's face really big, and it's time to go to the piece by piece tour. 
Um, all the fun things happen when we're in Detroit, apparently. <laughs> so um, it was the piece <laughs> by piece tour in Detroit back in July of 2015. Um and we had seats at the end of the catwalk. So we were like, oh, we're going to come prepared. And we were thinking strategically, when are we going to show them to Kelly? So I forget what song it was, but her back is turned to us. And we whip them out. And she turns around and immediately goes. <clears throat> and like Bit came flying out of her <laughs> mouth and she she was speechless she was cracking up she was dying and then she looks at us and she's like can I hold those <laughs> and then um oh so, so yeah Kelly really really liked them um I think she actually so how how big are they because they're like massive they're like they're like Maybe like four times the size of a normal head. I don't know. Okay, so they're big. So how do you get that through security? That's what I want to know. Okay, funny story. I listened to the previous episode with the uh, the Meryl cutout. <laughs> yes. And, and for some reason, the piece by piece tour, we did not have any security issues. Um, I think that's because we had like an early entry thing and... We, we just always kept them, like, by our sides. We were never, like, obnoxious. But the Meaning of Life tour, the security was wild. So so strict. So strict. Um, and um, in between Piece by Piece and Meaning of Life, we brought them to the um, Barnes & Noble book signing and she loved them. We took a picture with her and Brandon holding them up. Um, so she like knew us by these huge fatheads. So obviously we're going to bring them to every tour. Um, <laughs> so meaning of life. This was also in Detroit. Um, a guy comes out and warns us. We had like the, the back floor seats or not the seats, but like the, the general admission. Um, and he comes out and warns us. He's like, hey, you're not going to be able to bring that in. And I'm a very determined woman. I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. So, sure. so um, you know, our group were, were trying to um, – to brainstorm how are we going to bring these in because like we need to show kelly we're here we have the fat heads again and for the meaning of life tour we made um a whole new batch we had um we added remy into it so now we have river remy and brandon and um yeah i literally put all of them under my shirt and i'm like i'm a pretty big girl and but we um, I was wearing my meaning of life uh, jacket and we got it through security. You it, did. <gasps> we did. But the guy was being so strict with us. And I think he was just giving up. He was so annoyed that we were so determined. So I think Gosh. he just like turned away and was like, I can't win with these girls. because Out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to see it. <laughs> just go. Yeah, because. In a well, and I also think that. I also think on that tour, they were more worried about people who had signs with words on them because what happens is that Kelly is in the middle of a song and she tries to read a sign 
at the same time. And it's, it's, you know, chewing gum and walking. She can't do both. And so she would mess up the lyrics to a song or she would lose her place in a song. So I think that even if they would have let you in, they probably would have let you in with a photo versus uh, something that had words on it. Cause I saw most people with worded signs get turned down straight away. Interesting. I don't know. That's awesome. So, cause I was going to ask you, did you give them to her? But that's no, that's your shtick. That's going to be your thing for every tour. Now be like, where are those people? We follow you. <laughs> now I feel like we need to ask, um, what is the status? <laughs> I was of... thinking this. <laughs> I have to I have to ask. I'm a Pam, I'm a journalist. I need to ask you. I am a podcast host. What is the status of the Brandon head? Is he like a dartboard? Okay. First of all, at the book signing, Kelly was like, Brandon, oh my gosh, you should autograph your own head. <laughs> so oh the God. Brandon one was autographed. <laughs> Um, funny and that's a rare piece of memorabilia and i mean i don't know many people that have brandon's signature <laughs> no. on anything well let me tell you i am not in possession of brandon's signature anymore <laughs> um, i was gonna ask you like can you just like th- like throw stuff at it but you did you just throw it out so <laughs> it's okay we're not gonna judge you anyway so um when um when it came out that they were getting a divorce, um, I texted my friend Mickey, who originally had the idea of the fatheads, and I said, hey, girl, are you okay if I get rid of the Brandon one? And she was like, yeah, I don't care. So I took it over my knee. I snapped it in half. And then <laughs> oh and then I put it in the I put it in the dumpster and then I took a photo of it in the dumpster and I posted it on my Facebook. <laughs> oh my God. That's that is incredible. Like, th- Rebecca, that is my brand of petty. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I really hope you're not just like holding on to it. Like just in case, like I'm glad you were just like, no, we're done. And Goodbye. we're done. Nah. That's amazing. That I like the end of that story. That's great. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, we had to ask because it's yeah. the it's the elephant in the room. Now, if will you say that you will continue to bring the cutouts to shows, and if so, will you update the photos at all, or will you just continue to keep bringing the same ones? Hmm. So we definitely will bring them to shows. Um, I've only met Kelly like four times, and I even know that she's bad with names. So the fact that she recognizes my friend group by these fat heads, I'll take it. So, <laughs> so um, <Yeah>. I'll, <laughs> so we're definitely going to bring them to every show. Now, updating them—that's a good question. As long as long as the website keeps having buy one get one sales, I say yeah. sure. <laughs> but also, yeah, like each tour, yeah, like make sure they have like a sale around the tour and you're set. Yeah, but also we came into some issues where the website said that the photos that we uploaded like weren't clear enough and oh. Kelly doesn't obviously post pictures of her kids that are like headshots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no high res photos. Yeah. That's awesome though. I think that's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny story just because um it's it's interesting to me to hear all of the ways that people catch Kelly's attention with these unique items. Um, I have a friend and I would actually would love to have my friend on the podcast sometime 
where early on in the breakaway and my December eras, she uh, had a family member who created ice sculptures. And it used to be a thing where our group would have an ice sculpture delivered to the venue and Kelly's people what? would get it every time. And they were all about it. Yeah. There is the the, the last one. I think the last one I think they did. They did a Chivas Regal bottle and it was like a Shotsky like bottle where you could dump the shot in the top and it would come out the bottom and they brought it on stage and did what? something with it on stage. You need yeah. to find a photo of that or a video. I, I, I will find a, I will find a photo and I will definitely effort to get my friend on just to tell her story, maybe in a future uh, Mike Kelly experience. But that was the big thing for the Midwest was that we had the ice sculptures, um, which, you know, my, my friend is from Wisconsin. And so it, it made total sense. Uh, but yeah, it uh, it was just the, the unique things that fans do uh, to get her attention are, are one of the reasons why I love this fan base so much. That's amazing. Rebecca, it was so nice to have you on. We really yes. appreciate it. It was a really funny story, and um, we hope to have you on again sometime soon. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I'm such an avid listener, and this podcast is heaven sent. Oh, thank you. That means so much. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much to Rebecca for joining us this week. We greatly appreciate having fans on, and it's so great to hear from people all over the country who like us. Love them some Kelly Clarkson. Uh, next week, we are going to be doing our very first mailbag episode. So if you have questions or comments or uh, things that you just want us to sort of talk about briefly, feel free to send us an email or shoot us a message on social media. If you have any questions whatsoever, we're going to be answering those in next week's mailbag episode. And we're looking forward to that. Until then, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, rate, do all the things that you're supposed to do to make podcast hosts feel good. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to Miss Indie Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>